What's up out there, WJR Land? Yes, four-time Stanley Cup champion Darren McCarty here with you. It must be Friday. It must be 7 p.m. Yes, it is June 11th. And Dorchie, thanks for playing that goal again for me. It never gets too old, especially since we just celebrated the 24-year anniversary of the 97 Cup. Hoorah to that. I speak on that as I introduce, as I always do, my partner in crime here, on the WJR Airways, Mr. Sean Belizean, who's Montreal Canadien advance against the Stanley Cup champion, Tampa Bay Lightning. How are you on this fine evening of conference final play, my friend? Oh, it's going to be fantastic, Mac. You know, Isles and Lightning and, and Habs and Golden Knights. It's 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 going to be fantastic. It's it's so weird to have it this late in the season. Um, and, and just hearing you say, how on earth was that 24 years ago you guys did that? How I mean, like, honest to goodness, I sometimes I think about that from, like, my perspective, just going, wait a second. what What's going on in your head that that was 24 years ago? I, I'm sure that's like, seems like... A week ago or something like that. Listen, this little this little ginger behind the right, looking at me right now is just glowing because we just had this conversation. I'm talking about Eric Dorsch. You look ginger, bud. And uh, joined by uh, Brandon Blake uh, answering the phones and going to be doing it. But, you know, Dorsey and I were talking beforehand because he, do you believe this, Sean? He just watched the Russian Five documentary for the first time. He is her last night. Wow! Right, and and so that was pretty intriguing. So he really understands why I think I'm funny, and uh, for a little bit of the comic relief. But it was uh, something to understand. But but he asked me, he says, "Does it seem 24 years ago?" And I said to him, "Dude, it seems like a different life. It doesn't even seem." You know, uh, all the things that I've done and been through, it's almost like they're different people, in my opinion. No, that's like, true. Did, that's you, true. You know what I mean? As far as growth yeah. and stuff. But you know yeah. what really brings you right back to it? It's like our conversation with my captain, the, the GM president last week on the show, Steve Eiserman. And it's like he said, the memories we have. And we all, no matter who it is we get together, somebody remembers something and you're right back 24 years ago. So... Um, yes, I cherish every anniversary of anything that we have. Be and the big deal is because everybody out there listening, we were all a part of it, too. And if, if you weren't born, then this is the culture that you're going to be a part of as all these teams get their S together downtown. And it's going to be something that we're seeing it. Baby steps, right, Sean? Um, like, if you're, let's start here with the... Uh, just briefly, obviously, um, with what the Tigers are doing as they get ready to play and stuff like that. From uh, I see this slowly progress, not perfection, with this team. I see some some flashes. Uh, you know, I'm a little biased because I love local talent and Divine Child Dearborn's uh, Eric Haas. Um, number 13, so he wears Lance Parrish's number, you know, catcher and um, hitting the ball. And, and, you know, Casey Mize, it's unfortunate that the outing the other day from his last inning from giving up uh, the three runs. But you see, I see progress in this team that it's that there is a way out. Now they have a long way to go, but I like what I'm seeing. How say you? Oh, Casey Mize in particular. I'm so glad you brought him up. I mean, quite frankly, Mac, I don't think enough's being said about the guy. He's having a really good year. He really is. You know, to play on a team that, that struggles the way that this team does 
you know, he, he's got a low ERA. He's got a low whip. He, I mean, quietly, he's having a really good year. And, 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 you know, we shouldn't be saying quietly because this is a guy that we should be going, okay, yeah, hooray. You know, I told you one of my biggest problems with, with the Tigers, even though, as you said, you are seeing them playing better. There's no doubt about it. But you want to see it out of these young guys. You know, I, I wish there were more Casey Mises, you know, and that's the issue with me. I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm glad that, you know, Jonathan Scope is hitting the ball better. And, you know, Robbie Grossman's been a, a, a pleasant surprise. I mean, people that followed his career. But, you, you know, you want to see it out of some of these younger players. And, unfortunately, it isn't happening too much right now. But with, with that being said, you know, hopefully the reserves are on their way. And, you know, they're going to be able to do some things. Look, this is a baseball team that it has been playing better in the last month. You have to give them their due for that. You know, it's, it's ready to, you know, scare somebody or anything like that. No, but like you said, Mac, uh, they're, they're in a position right now where at least they're starting to win some baseball games. And uh, that's not a bad thing. I mean, look, they're, they're, in, in, they're 17 and 12. In their last 29 games. I mean, you're going to go ahead and take that all day. So uh, let's see if it can continue tonight against the Sox. Yeah, you know, just in the last thing on that is that me, hopefully that their bottom, like the Wings a couple of years ago, the worst season. Now you got guys like Torkelson, you got Riley Green, you got Matt Manning. You got guys who are making noise um, down in the minors, and that's what you like to see. Also, Sean, I got to and, – and, and the big thing is, hey, if you get a chance, the ballpark's open, you know, to, to go downtown, go outside. Also this weekend um, – huge on Belle Isle, the uh, Detroit Grand Prix, which is the duel in Detroit. They race it, big races uh, Saturday and Sunday, and I encourage anybody who's driving around, if you don't go down there, but you can hear the cars dr- just driving down Jefferson or or anywhere else. Um, do you, uh, I've gone uh, numerous times, I've done the hot laps, uh, my boy Connor Daly, uh, who drives, uh, he's driving the 20 this weekend uh, he, uh, for Ed Carpenter's uh, team. Um, he usually uh, is sponsored by the United States Air Force, but I got to do the two-seater dually with the Honda there with him last year. And, I mean, it, it's pretty crazy to get going 160, 170 miles an hour. Have you ever done that, Sean? I did drive in the car, and I, Mac, I, it, it, it freaked me out. I'm not going to lie. I know I'm supposed to sound like I'm a big tough guy and all that. No, it, it, I mean, it was it was really a rush that, you know, if you're into it, you're really into it. If you're not into it, I'm, it freaked me out. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's great to go down there. I mean, it really is. It's, it's, it's a fun time, and, you know, uh, I've, I've been fortunate to be down there in both capacities, you know, as a guy just hanging around having some sodas with his friends. And and to be a quote unquote member of the media, but you're right. When you jump in the car and you start to go that fast, uh, that's a rush for certain types of people. And Mac, I'm telling you, point blank, I ain't that type of person. It, I mean, it was life flashing before your eyes. Hey, bro, can you pull over? I need to get out. Type of stuff. It was, uh, it, it, it was something. It was a rush, man. Sorry, dude. Did you run something over, or are those my shorts? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. what's that smell exactly. uh in here uh yeah so if you it's supposed to be a great weekend so if you can get down to the ballpark eastern market probably be packed stuff like this whatever you do enjoy it we're in michigan and the fact 
segue that we are in Michigan and the fact that I am alive is due to the power of the people in this state and the cannabis. And so there is something going on. There's a lot of things in this state that need to be investigated in, but I hang my flag where I can. And I feel like I've been put in training by these two gentlemen for the past five years by knowledge and everything uh, to talk about it. So we're going to talk about the caregiver program, what's going on with the Michigan uh, medical marijuana with Rick Thompson and Jamie Lowell. When we come back here on the Darren McCarty show, AM 760 WJR. Rick Thompson and Jamie Lowell are two thought leaders in the Michigan cannabis industry. Rick is a board member of Michigan Normal and he is a journalist. Jamie is one of the founders of the Michigan chapter of Americans for Safe Access and is involved in the botanical uh, botanical company. They both host Jazz Cabbage Cafe podcasts every Tuesday at 4 p.m. and have been advocating for the boycott of business that want to slash the patient and caregiver system in Michigan. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining me. How are you doing on this fine Friday? Great. Thank you, Ben. Awesome. Fantastic, Darren. Thank you. Now, Rick, I'll start with you. What's wrong with the current medical program in Michigan that it needs to be changed so radically? And can you give everybody an update on what's going on? Sure. There's not a darn thing wrong with the caregiver system that requires change. Patients and caregivers have been doing their thing for 12 years now in Michigan, and it works very, very well. A caregiver is a person who is licensed to grow plants on behalf of a patient. A caregiver can grow plants for up to five patients. That gives them a light, uh, an opportunity to grow up to 60 plants. Uh, the Michigan Cannabis Manufacturers Association has decided that the caregiver program might be a threat to the profitability of their cannabis business industry. So they've uh, tried to initiate the legislature to slash that number from 60 down to 10. That's an 80% reduction. And then reduce the amount of plants patients can grow by 75% from 12 to 3. Well, that's uh, a lot of BS. But how about, is this strictly, Jamie, when we're talking about this, is this strictly money? Is this money leading uh, the way? Is this a money grab it, by these companies or these people? It has to be. This is all about activity that you know does not benefit this particular group of people. They view cannabis as a widget, um, although, as we know, there's a history, there's a culture, there's a nature, there's very important things to know when making a business decision about it. They don't have it, and as opposed to being able to compete in that way, uh, shutting down activity that doesn't benefit them seems to be the, uh, the motivation here. So the bottom line um, is that we voted in as people in Michigan, uh, the law of the people, and uh, the easiest way to say it is that there's some people that want to take advantage and cut out what we've done because of the caregiving and monopolize us in money. That's pretty pretty much it. They want to control the cannabis in Michigan. Well, it's, it, it goes beyond the, the caregiver stuff. The language is circulating. The proposals this group is making to the lawmakers also includes making it more difficult for some small businesses to thrive. All right. It's, it's so, pretty obvious what's going on here. So, Rick, what? how can uh, people who definitely, like, was voted in and stuff, what can people, uh, how can they act and what is it to do to uphold this so that this stuff like this doesn't happen? 
Well, first of all, there's an active boycott going on of the particular companies that are behind the trade association that's pushing this so they can respect the boycott and not shop at the centers that belong to the Michigan Cannabis Manufacturers Association. But they can also use this chance to get active with their lawmakers. Talk to your house reps. Talk to your your senators. Those are the people they're going to be asked to either sponsor or vote on a bill like this. And it could be either this year or next year. So the sooner you talk to your people, the better we all are. So what? Uh, obviously, you guys are ahead of this, and everybody should know that. The, as far as my education and what I was taught through this plant is is through different people. Is that if I don't know the answers, I seek out the answers. What What's the easiest? Thing? Because I think a lot of people, you know, obviously being uh, cannabis being essential, obviously in this state. The common sense comes through with this plant. We see how different the, the people, the caregivers and different things are using the CBD. We're finding the CBN, the CBG and stuff like this. Um, now, am I correct that there's 13 members of this committee, but only five have, you know, come forward and will say that they're a part of it? Um, can you give a little bit behind the people who are trying to take this away, if there's some names or, or companies that people need to know? Jamie, go, go ahead. ahead. Well, there's, <laughs> All right. Okay. Listen, the, 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 there used to be six people that we knew uh, from the MCMA, but one of them, uh, Pleasantries, uh, resigned from the company about two weeks ago uh, over this entire controversy. They recognized that the, the damage they were doing to their own brand reputation wasn't worth it, and so they dropped right out. But it's a very shadowy organization, Darren. They don't own their membership. Uh, you'll find on Instagram, Facebook, and other socials, uh, Michigan boycott graphics, which include not just the logos for those particular companies, but also some companies that service them exclusively. Because you know, if you're supporting bad people, then you're a bad person yourself. And, and just a reminder, these are made up of the largest investors in the cannabis industry in Michigan. Now, there's a few large investors that don't fit this philosophy, but all of the members of this organization are of the very uh, biggest investors. Is there any other changes uh, that they're trying to propose, and um, are they trying to mess up with just other areas of the law? Well, as I mentioned before, there's some... Uh, uh, language proposal that they have been circulating to lawmakers that would make it difficult for micro businesses to flourish, to which be would able be to... mom and pops to be able yeah, to caregive. So yeah. for so yeah, for example, so a lot of people that are caregivers that that want to uh, grow have got into this and maybe have been able to the the CBD has helped uh, family members and they want to grow it and then they figure well other it helps other people too so. I guess it's right. just what's right and what's wrong. And where is there a place people can go for information? I uh, I will send them to Medical Mondays to Berg and Roach, who are, who are my boys. But you have to be a little bit. Uh, uh, they don't pull any punches because it's called Medical Mondays for a reason. And these are these are guys that have have been doing it for a long time. What about? Um, is there any websites or people that want to learn more information on this can can look up there, Rick? Well, it's a decentralized boycott, which means there's no one person that's running the whole thing. There are thousands of people in Michigan outraged who are supporting it. So if you're on the socials at all, you can look look me up, Rick Thompson. You can look up the Social Revolution. You can look up Jazz Cabbage Cafe. We're on YouTube. We've been talking about this for months and months. 
But it's important to note, Darren, that I think what we've done is we've made the MCM8 turtle up just like Claude Demieux did on the ice there, right? Well, it's they, not, uh, it's, they've dropped to the ice. They've, they've gone to the the, uh, the fetal position. They're trying to protect their head because they're getting body blowed right now. Well, that's the whole thing, right, is because here in Michigan, it's it's the common sense and what's right is right. And I'm alive because of this plan, and I'm not the only person. I just know that that, that is why I'm so loyal to it. But... Um, I'm I'm reading some of these updates, and the Steve Linder, who's a longtime lobbyist, uh, he's uh, he's nowhere to be found right now. He's trying to mess things up, and then he doesn't want to bat. Like, like, please, anybody who wants to tell me why or get in front of the people of Michigan who have supported this for. 13 years and and have petitioned and i'm talking to two of them right there jamie you were part of writing the the laws mm-hmm. and making sure what what advice or is there something that you can uh say to the audience out there that if you know they feel like we do and and want to you know this is something where they they can choose to, to turtle people who aren't treating it the same way because it's all about this is the plant it's for everyone so what would you say to, to them jamie yeah in addition to what rick said about uh, not utilizing their, their stores unless they change their tune they aren't going to make a push legislatively to change things in for their benefit at the peril of others and so anybody can contact their uh, state representative or their state senator and let them know that they do not approve of changing the law, more restrictions uh, for caregivers or for small businesses. And uh, they need a 75% vote to make that happen. So we only need to peel off a few people to prevent that. And with everybody's help, that can happen. There you hear yeah, it. It doesn't make any sense either, Darren. You can't give patients a lower plant allowance than you give regular citizens. Everybody <laughs> deserves to have the right to grow cannabis plants. But sick people, I'm sorry, but sick people deserve more rights than, than well people when it comes to access to medicine. And cannabis is medicine, Darren. Your story proves that without a doubt. Well, you and I and and we, the three of us, all know that. And like I said last week, and I will continue, is that, hey, I haven't had a fight in a long time, and this is personal. So if I mention this is as personal as getting Claude Lemieux, March 26, 97, mm-hmm. Dort, you saw the documentary. One thing was ever said is I'll take care of it. And all I got to say is, boys, you know I'm there when I'm needed, but it's for the people out there. It's not about me. It's not about anything. It's about all of us. And because of this great state of Michigan that we live in, we do matter. It doesn't matter. So as always, gentlemen, um, thank you for your time and your knowledge and your compassion. And I look forward to blazing with you soon. Right on. Thanks, Darren. All right. That's Jamie Lowell and Rick Thompson, two of the OGs in the Michigan medical marijuana game. And pretty much, guys, that's it. When when patients don't have this, don't have more rights than regular citizens, I think we can all understand it's different and because we're all educated on this. So, um, all right, we're going to take a quick break here and we come back. Yeah, we're going to address it, the elephant in the state. Um, yes, Mr. Bo, we have to hit on the Wolverines. I need to know what Sean says. So, uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back here. Uh, Darren McCarty, show AM 760 WJR. Thanks again for our guests, uh, Rick Thompson and Jamie Lowell. Uh, 
telling us a little bit of updates. So, uh, you know, stay relevant and do your due diligence, but it shouldn't be hard to find so you know who you're supporting. It goes down to, I always say, don't tell me what, uh, tell me who. So, you know, unfortunately, moving on. Uh, Sean, we, you and I uh, haven't had a chance to talk about this, and I don't, I'm not going to delve into it because. It's not really my place. The fact that uh, what I'm talking about is obviously the uh, Matt Schembechler, um, Dan Kwiatkowski, and Giovanni Johnson, the two former players and the stepson of Bo Schembechler, coming out and and in a press conference yesterday, um, or yeah, yesterday, uh, saying that uh, you know with Dr. Anderson and all the stuff that wasn't protecting uh, that that that. Um, the one thing that I asked you, Sean, is the, the fact that, you know, big, deep, you know, on the deeper dive or anything like this, what was going on in the Big Ten back in the day? I mean, this seems to be, are we going to find out, like, I, I believe that this is just, you know, maybe the tip of the iceberg, you know, for, compared to what something's going to come out. And, and at the end of the day... It, it, when you're talking sexual abuse, no matter what it is, uh, um, obviously it's it's wrong. But it looks like some of the due diligence is is being is coming out on this. Um, but it'll be interesting, and it's just the bottom line. It's just sad. It's just that no, makes that's me sad. That's the word, and and it, it's you know, I mean, first of all, you think of the victims. I mean, that period end of story. You think of the victims, and I mean, there are too many people that are coming out with stories like this, no matter the degree of believability. I, you know, I've heard people say, well, uh, this sounds believable. I'm not so sure about this. But a lot of the stories are, are, are kind of meshing. And, and that that's, you know, as a parent, as a human being, you, your heart breaks for that. And look, I, I'm not going to um, mince words here. I, although I was not a Michigan fan growing up, everybody knew who Bo Schembechler was, and maybe deep down inside, they kind of respected Bo Schembechler. I always did. Well, I mean, I, yeah. I call him the father. Like what Michigan is today, what Michigan is today, is because of Bo Schembechler and Don Canham. I mean, period. End of story. And um, you know, it, it's. <sighs> It's unbelievable, Darren. It, it, it really it just, I, I, It's so hard to fathom because the thing that I did, and I don't know if you did this, I, I, if I heard that, if, if these stories were coming back to me, forget about what the university would do to that guy. It would be what I would do to that guy. Absolutely. You, you know, honestly, it, it, that's that's the stuff that blows my mind. It's the problem. It's just it's just sad. The problem that I have is what you said. Because I don't care who you are, you grew up around here. When it comes to leadership or what it's like to lead men, you turn Bo Schembechler is one of the guys you turn to. Maybe a Sparky Anderson was the other one when we we're growing up. But it, but for the man who wrote, um, and I don't want to get it wrong, so I'll say I'm paraphrasing, but pretty much leaders don't have the ability to have culpable deniability. You know, the buck stops with me at the top. It should be and and. You know, I, I believe just like anything else, you know, segue out of the, just like the cannabis that the truth will come out eventually. That's the millennial age, transparency to everything else. And, you know, the, the poignant thing is, is, you know, even ask the question, why now? And, and it just seems that 
I can, I guess, uh, just understanding things were were different, you know, uh, 50 years, 40 years ago, 50 years ago, but it's not right. So, I don't know. I just wanted to address it to let people know that uh, us here on the Darren McCarty Show are sad. It's just sad yeah, as a state, you know, we're, we're just sad. We're not, we're just, you know, because here's the one thing, and I had this talk with my mom. Cheryl, baby daddy, who's a good buddy of mine, and was just saying, because at the end of the day, what if this was one of your kids? What if this was, that's all I get at, that's the only question. What if this was one of your kids, right? And it doesn't matter who who would do this, but then yet we're, you know, the the trust. So anyways, you know what? This is a great segue because... uh, Because it's time for Mr. Positive Time. Uh, Greg from Shelby. Oh, my God. How are you doing tonight, bud? Now cheer me up. Warriors. Warriors. Follow your dreams with head held high. Without you to hold them, they would wither and die. Hit me. You're Hit right, me. Emac. I love uh, it. It is very sad. Thank you. And um, it's bombshell after bombshell coming out. And it's very sad uh, that it's coming out now and why. And, you know, um, there's so many uh, psychological factors to this that uh, implore you to look for the truth and, um, you know, just um, it's a great point. learn from this. Well, that's yeah, the, the thing, Greg, right? It's a good point. I think that the whole point of the matter is so it doesn't happen again. It's the same same thing as, as you know, all I personally, like all the times that I've got severed limbs or done stupid stuff or whatever to be able to tell people, hey, this if I you do this, this happened to me, it might happen to you. That's all it is. It's just it's just sad, dude. But I appreciate you calling in and uh being the warrior that you are, buddy. So you have a great weekend. Got any big plans? You go on the Grand Prix or anything? Okay. Yeah, all right. Oh, you're down there now. Oh the car okay, thanks, bud. All right. Mr. Positive. Mr. Positive. <laughs> See there there it is. I thought I'd cheer it up. Um let's transition, Sean. What did you think of OTAs this week? What came out of there? Obviously a lot of excitement with the Lions, uh, a couple press conferences. Uh, by Dan Campbell, I thought, uh, you know, seeing some of the work that uh, the guys are doing, Deuce Staley, the running backs coach, and, um, you know, hearing the fact that uh, Jonah Jackson, offensive lineman, came out today is that uh, what did you, when you heard this, uh, when, you know, when offensive lineman says uh, we can be the best O-line in the NFL this year, how did you take that? I love hearing stuff like that. You know what they're doing right now, Mac? They're They're planning... And and I, I think of you every time uh, the C word is mentioned, as you well know. They're planting culture seeds. I, I think they know they're never going to say it publicly. I think they know that they've got a long road ahead of them. And for the first time in my life, I think this is a franchise that it, is looking at itself in the mirror and seeing exactly what it is. Because in years gone by, and when the Lions were on this very station, I think this is a franchise that looked at itself in the mirror, and instead of seeing what they look like, they they saw Brad Pitt. You know, they 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 saw you know this this big Hulk, and boy, we're this close to being exactly what we want to be. I honestly think that this franchise is looking in the mirror and seeing exactly what it is. Okay, we got it. We got to work on those biceps. Oh, we definitely need to do some leg work and. 
Oh, my gosh, what's this spare tire? All right, got to start eating better. And it, it's going to take some time, but they're going to get there. And I, listen, I love that line. I liked the line before. I did. There were pieces there. There were, You and I have talked about this so much. They have arguably the best center in the league. Uh, Taylor Decker looks like the Taylor Decker that we all thought him to be. You have a budding young player in Jonah Jackson. Now you add what many people felt could have been a top two, three pick in the National Football League. Yeah, why not? And, you know, it's almost like building a house, Mac. You know what? You, you Right now, they've poured the concrete and they've put up the walls and they've done all this wonderful stuff. But it's not time for the glitzy things yet. It's not time for the big screen down TV, TV downstairs. It's not time for this, that, and the other thing. You know what? They're doing the heavy lifting right now, and I, I like it. I Planting those culture seeds, I, I like it. I, I don't expect a whole heck of a lot of wing, wins this year. And, and quite frankly, Mac, I really don't care because I think they're looking long-term with this. I really do. I think they're looking long-term with this. Well, Sean, I said it the other day, or a couple weeks ago to Mac when we were talking about this. I look at this as this is high school football. We're in freshman year. This is where they're figuring out who's on the team, who can do what, who's going to fit best where. And over the next couple years, you're going to see it go to JV, where we find out who are the guys that are ready to play on varsity, who are the ones that need a little bit more time to get it going. And by you know year, year three, year four, you, you kind of have an idea of who are players on this team that you want to keep working around. No, that's a good that's point. That's a good analogy. No, it is, Dorch. Yeah. And, and But here's the other thing, too, is that, hey, did everybody see the new league hats with the lion and the owl on it and oh, stuff yeah, like that? Yeah. So oh. when I first, wait, I was that was my reaction when I first saw it. And then I was like, no, we all got to get those hats because we know we are at the bottom, right? There's only one way up. We are the losers. But think about it. As the culture builds and stuff like that, you can wear that L hat when you're kicking somebody's ass when we get good in two, three years. It'll be the L squad, right? Those will be collector's items. So I'm getting one. I, anybody who's on board, these are we're going to take pride in these. And, and like hopefully a few years from now, we can say, look it, as we're winning playoff games. That's that's There, there it is right there. Shot out. That's a shot out. Anyways, uh, what were you showing me there, Dorch, real quick? That that oh, some, uh, yeah. some clown came out with the worst. Uh, ESPN's. Uh, I want to look. I want to make sure I get his name right. Uh, Bill Barnwell's put out the uh, best off seasons and the worst off seasons, and uh, the Lions are twenty fifth, so they're towards the bottom of the league for worst off seasons. But I like this it. wasn't going to be a big off season. I like it, bury us. No. Just words, hey, because it's not the same old Lions. At least I don't think it will be because I don't see the same signs. And it's self awareness, Sean. You nailed it. There's self awareness finally coming out of Allen Park, and you gotta love it. So, all right, thanks for joining us here. Uh, the Darren McCarty Show. When we come back, it's the favorite segment. Uh, what's on the grill and what's in the microwave? Oh, yeah, baby. Stay tuned. Darren McCarty Show, AM760, WJR. All right, before we uh, wrap this up and get to the most important part of the weekend, the food, Sean, let's go through uh, Montreal. Versus Las Vegas. How what many games the Knights and who did, wins? Mac, what the Knights did against Colorado, especially after the start of that series, unbelievable. I mean, they, they, they flipped the script completely upside down and dominated. They're too darn deep. Uh, Knights in five. 
Knights in five, and let's. Yep. I'm gonna. I think the Knights. Yeah, that's what I have it too. Knights in five. Jesus Price and that for for the Canadians. Uh, we'll get steal them one game, but I just don't know. Is any update on uh, Jeff Petrie's injury? No, you know what they said. They expect him back in, in this round, but uh, you know how it is this time of year. I think everybody follows the. Scotty Bowman plan uh, this time of year. Uh, you're you're only going to get so much information out there. Uh, now Dom Ducharme did say he expects him to be back, but uh, it, it's looking like it might not be game one. Yeah, that'll be a big. That's a big blow for them. How about on the other side, the Islanders and Tampa Bay? Notice one thing about all four of these teams. Darren, and this goes hand in hand with something that you have said forever. Uh, you, you you obviously have to stay healthy, and you have to have depth. And some of the losses that these teams have suffered, uh, they've been able to gobble up because of their depth. And yeah. I, the Islanders are fascinating. Um, you know, I know everybody wants to talk about Barry Trotz, and rightfully so. But you know what, Mac? They're just a good team. There, there isn't anything special there. They're just a good team. Too much for Tampa. Uh, Tampa, I mean, what Steve built in Tampa, I, look at them. They're, they're, they really are. It's like, what style do you want us to play? We'll, we'll go play that style. I think the Islanders will give them a tough fight, but I'm, I'm going to say uh, Tampa in six. And you know what? I do too, Tampa in six, and at the end of the day, what it comes down to is the best goalie left in the playoffs, although there's four really, really, really top-end ones. Great, like great goaltender. Andre Vasilevsky and being the defending champ. And in hockey, we've seen it, right? When teams get roles, they can carry it years to years. I'm I'm part of a back-to-back winner. You know, there's been different teams uh, as of late. You know, you think of Los Angeles, think of Chicago. Um, so, I mean, this Tampa team, it... it it's setting up for the heavyweight fight of Tampa versus Vegas in the final, which would be great. Oh, it's beautiful. I mean, think about it right now. Let's not forget that Tampa finished third in their division, okay? Now put an asterisk next to it because Kucherov was out. But, Mac, here's the NHL's version of the final four this year, okay? A fourth-place team, a fourth-place team, a third-place team, and a second-place team. I mean, come on, man. Hi, my I mean, name is Gary Bettman. You I'm your commissioner. Parody? It's called Parody. Yeah, exactly. You You want parity? There it is. There it is. All right. What more? All right. Now the most important thing. By the way, um, on the uh, the butchery, you guys brought in that pulled. What was that pork you brought in the Uh, other day for lunch? Pulled. pulled, We did did a pulled pork. I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, did some pulled pork and uh, yeah, but little 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 pork butt as well. What what do you got going this weekend? We got big plans or what's the grill? No, you know what? I'm, I'm chilling out. You know, obviously have the chilling golf out show or grilling on, out. Uh, or chilling out and grilling. Uh, out? Chilling out and grilling out. Yeah, spin on golf is seven o'clock, but I'll be able to watch the hockey game in the afternoon as 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 the Lightning Isles start. Beer can chicken, just just some nice beer can chicken. And what I do is I like half the breast. I do it traditionally, and then half the breast I like to put my jerk seasoning on there and and, and do a little bit of that. So. Uh, it's 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 unique. Get the, you got to get that butter under the skin and all that. But it's uh, that's that's a quick and painless thing to do. That beer can chicken. 
What about you, Dorch? What uh, what do you got in the microwave this weekend? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm Jason this week, so I'm here. Uh, got a uh, lovely, it's going to be very tasty, Stouffer's mac and cheese sitting in the freezer Ooh. right now. Got a couple subs from Subway. I and I actually, that. I did cook some chicken uh, the other night. I, I took a page out of Jason's book, cooked some chicken. So I you know, I might bring in a piece of chicken tomorrow. Meal prepping. Meal Look prepping. at yeah. that. Thinking ahead. These guys are unbelievable. But what? I still pick Sean's meal over mine, so... Yeah, but you're not invited. Um, so what about you, B? What do you got planned this weekend? Any big plans? A little pedal bar after the show tonight? Well, you, hey, how about this one, Sean? You'll love this. Uh, we were just chatting. B, I got to go. It's so nice that I'm going to. What are you going to grab? One of those little freaking right, scooter take one birds? Of the scooters downtown from here. All right. Anybody sees a big boy on the scooter down there, Don't please don't hit him. I need him. I need him on Fridays. Uh, don't hurt him too bad. Stuff like that. I'm... Uh, uh, I was talking about the grand. Do you have any other plans, Sean? Any uh, outdoor plans this weekend? Or uh, no, to- like really total total chill out weekend. This is uh, I, I don't get many of them, so it's going to be a chill out weekend. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna head out from here and uh, go play with some plants and. Uh, Got to go, you know, and I look forward to it. I haven't been to the farm in a while and stuff like this. Um, what about uh, what about next week? What are you looking forward to? You've been following the basketball, uh, the the Suns. That's a that's a good basketball team. That Suns basketball team, and yeah, I, I I'm, think I'm that you. you know Chris Paul. You know, like he he just gets it done. I mean, the resilience on Chris Paul, right? To be able to still stick around and and be an integral part of and have a challenge, it's it's pretty interesting. It's the best backcourt in basketball. Does uh, right do the Nets make do the Nets make it by the Bucks or, um, yeah, you think? Uh, yeah, still I, like I yeah, so. still still like the Nets. So what do you I, I, what do you think I, basketball? If you, what if you were going to say now? What do you think the basketball final would be? Boy, oh boy! You know what? I, gosh, I, I, I really want to say the Suns. I, and you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to say the Suns. You can. Um, how about Brooklyn? Yeah. How about Brooklyn? Okay, Brooklyn. I got, I got, got Sun, I got Suns and Nets as well. Uh, Sean, I want to ask you a question though, because we were, you were just talking about that series. Uh, what do you say about the comments that I've heard on ESPN last couple of days that if, if it was switched and KD was on the Bucks and Giannis was the other way that the Bucks would win that series because it's Giannis, not the rest of the team. That's why they're struggling. I think there's some validity there. I do. I, you know, it, you hate to say things like that. It, like it, today, it's kind of weird. I don't know when it happened, Mac. Maybe this was prevalent when you were playing. It's it's, it's almost like why do you have to diss somebody else to lift somebody else up? There's there's so much of that that happening and everything, but. I don't know. I think there's a little validity there. Got to be honest with you. I think there's a little validity. Well, you know that, that like, that's you know there there is some there's always some validity in the truth, right? It's just, it's just so hard to accept because Giannis is such a great talent. Just I mean, I get they're both good talents. Don't get me wrong. I just I, I I'm trying to see what KD could bring to that team that Giannis isn't. It, it can't be the scoring. They're both scoring great. Giannis is a great defender. It's just it's weird to think that that one little thing is going to be the big turnaround that would get. Milwaukee threw over Some, and, and then add Giannis. It's aura, right? Yeah. Sometimes it's just aura. I, I I don't know. I mean it's but it's also like, to think about this, though, and 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 it's also too. But KD doesn't really want to be the go-to guy, 
So if he's running second fiddle or whatever where he can do his thing, that's why it works over there. I mean, Harden's out. That's going to hurt them. But um, if they get him back, they get, they they're going to be dangerous because, you know, they're doing what Tampa did. You know, T- Tampa circumvents the salary cap with Kucherov and, you know, but they figured out a way to do it. So it's a matter of Brooklyn sort of took it easy during the year, loaded up, and now they're going for it. And speaking of that, how about Blake Griffin? I was say, how about Blake Holy Griffin decided geez. he could play basketball? Great name. Oh Great name. Oh my God. Your name is Brandon. Brandon Blake. Seriously. I get Preston. it. Brandon get Blake it. Griffin. Yeah. I'll start calling you Brandon Blake Preston. Griffin. Well, I hope everybody had a good time. I hope, you know what, it's going to be a great weekend no matter what you're doing. Get outside. Enjoy this Michigan weather. Enjoy the fact that we are opening up. I hope everybody's uh, been safe out there. Hopefully everybody gets out there. And um, But yet again, thank you. Um, always for joining us here. Uh, thanks for Greg for always calling in. Warriors. Dude, give me one. Give me Warriors on the way out. Oh, you can't? All right. All right. Uh, for uh, Rick Thompson and Jamie Lowell, uh, thank you very much for the, the education and to stay on top of things that are very important. Obviously, cannabis being uh, an essential medicine in this state that we all know, um, we got to stay in front of it. And that's one thing why I'm proud to be uh a resident of this state. You guys have kept me alive, and I will fight to the bitter end for you um, as we get these teams ready downtown. All right, for Sean Belegian, for Eric Dorch, Brandon Blake, this is Darren McCarty. want to say, everybody, have a great weekend.